When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Sal back on the fan on this, what is it, Monday, Tuesday? What, what day is it? Wednesday. 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 <laughs> Otherwise, I spell it incorrectly. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, the N is uh, a little tricky the, there. The Say with February, like the R February. when you're like young, first grade. Yeah. You would think it would be F-E-B-U-A-R-Y, nope. February, but it's not. That's only once every 12 uh, months, though. I got to deal with Wednesday no, that's once true. a week. That's true. That is true. So we got C-Max sitting in for Sal, <laughs> and there is uh we'll get to this later. We're talking about this before the show. There yeah. is an unlikely, and no one sees this, mm-hmm. boy, and I hope this doesn't happen. Don't give it away. Suter, for, potentially for Pete Alonzo. We'll get to that. Got a little something on Saquon as well, but right now we're talking about whether or not the Yanks make another move before opening day. I believe they do. Chris thinks they don't. Let's get Rich in Brick, New Jersey, BT and Sal. What's going on, Rich? Hey, BT, what's going on, Chris? Good to hear you in the morning time oh, well, instead of overnight. Well, thank you, Rich. It's good to be heard. Good to be seen. All righty. I got three points. Number one, yes, I do believe there's a move to be made, but it's not Snell. Here's my reason as to why. Mm-hmm. Number one is that the cost for Snell comes at a price. Two draft picks. Yeah. But more importantly, $1 million worth of international signing bonus yes. money. And the Yankees have been the best organization mm-hmm. as far as signing international prospects. I mean, we had it. Samuel Basilla was ours. He's a top-hitting catcher for international. We lost the international signing money. I forget who it was we signed. And he went straight to the Oreos. So, yeah, Snell, you know, you can, you can make a trade for Dylan Cease or something like that. And, you know, it'll come at less of a price from there. Yeah. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, listen, I, I think that would be nice the rich. move. I wanted the trade from the beginning. Once Yamamoto left, I was at the trade market. I wanted Burns. I wanted Bieber. I wanted that secondary uh, star uh, pitcher, ace pitcher from the from the trade market. I did not want it from free agency for all the reasons you just mentioned, the picks, the money, all that. So I just, but now I think it's at a point where it's not going to happen. And and another underlying thing that we're not going to like. I think that like who's I, this is a, a subtle one because I do think whoever they bring in would would be better than the options they have. Mm-hmm. But I think the Yankees like who's going to the bullpen. Are they taking Nesta Cortez out of the rotation? Are they taking, uh, you know, um, Clark, Clark Schmidt, Schmidt, Clark Schmidt out no, of the rotation? I, I, I think it would be more nasty though. He struck out Juan Soto three times yesterday. I know. You see that? Well, I mean, as, as long as he's healthy, people forget Nesta yeah, yeah. Cortez was solid. Was very good. I mean, it could be Rodon. It could. I mean, God forbid. Uh, if that's if that's the case, oh. where Rodon is out of the rotation, I mean, forget about it. What a disaster! Or could you imagine if Rodon gets oh, bombed this no, year, like I April? Can't. He, he looks goes great. Into, he goes into like the first weekend in May, and his ERA is five point two nine, and his WHIP is one point three. I don't think it's going to be that, but he's my the God. buzz. Of, he's the buzz of camp. BT. He's going to be fantastic. 
He's going to bounce back. He's going to be great. He's throwing 97 miles an hour already. He's in the best shape of his life, mm-hmm. like everybody else is, except Stanton. Stanton is not in the best shape of his life. I no. want to make sure he does no. not fall into that very easy category mm-hmm. that we throw out there. Oh, yeah, best shape of their life. Everyone says that in spring. This man fundally, fundamentally changed his body type this offseason. Did he change his swing while he's out of here? Yes, he did. He's well, most, he's, it doesn't, though, because Aaron Boone said he doesn't look any different in the well, cage. I mean, I know. I, dude, if you didn't change, one thing to change your body, change your swing, he Stanton. Have, he doesn't have to change his swing that much. Oh, I really God. don't think so. He stay, so. He's a little bit more straight up. The front left arm is a little tucked in. I've looked at it, BT. I've looked at it very closely. Oh, you've uh, studied I've, the body. I've, I've, okay. I've studied Stanton's body over and over again. Master of kinesiology. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, that left elbow is tucked right up <laughs> yeah, against yeah, the body. Yeah. He's a little bit more standing up. The bat is a little bit like I, I've looked at it, and he's ready to go. I'm telling you, big year. Big I, I got to get back to that. because Big year, year. Oh, my from John Carlos Stanton. And you know what? We should all be rooting for it. We, we are. I, I mean, just don't, I don't expect I, it. I, I'll say this, and I said it the other night, yeah. the other morning. Going back to my childhood, my childhood, mind you. There has never been a Yankee I will be rooting harder for in my life than Giancarlo Stanton this upcoming baseball season. I respect the hell out of this guy. Yeah. I respect everything he says. I have 34 years old. He's changing his, his physical appearance for the team. He's like Christian Bale on a new movie set. He's doing everything he can to completely change who he is fundamentally. You mean yell at people when they mess up well, the yes, shots? Right, yeah. <laughs> I was like looking at, oh, good bit. for you. <laughs> I hope he gives us all a little good for you. God, yeah. And listen, you know who else? Oh, you know who motivated oh, it? You know who motivated me? Let me team? guess. Okay, yes. Who motivated Stanton? Yes. Cashman. Uh, Brian Cashman. Cashman. Yeah. When he said, well, when Brian Cashman said injuries are part of this game, it pissed off Giancarlo Stanton. And did. we are all reaping the benefits. Uh, Thank you again, Brian Cashman. Okay. Who acquired Stanton? Thank you again. Who acquired Cashman? Brian Cashman. Okay. For, so basically, for, he just for fixed Sterling his Castro. Everybody wow, what would a legend. Him. He fixed his mistake. Let's get back to uh, <laughs> to you guys. Bobby's in Ozone Park. What's going on, Bobby? BT and South. C-Mac is here. Bobby. What's up? All right, hello. Thank you so much for taking my call. You got it. Give me a few seconds. I want to bring out a couple of... Hey, Bobby, how far, by the way, are you from uh, John Adams High School? You're right there in Ozone Park? I'm a couple of blocks away. Mm -hmm. I used to play a lot of baseball. Yeah, Yeah, I I got you. uh, My first elementary... I'm sorry. My first elementary school was um, in Ozone Park. Uh, Oh, really? OLPH. Oh, nice. A little CYO yeah. team. Did you play CYO hoops? I was a oh dolphin. God, I, I was an OLPH dolphin. Nice. That's true. Nice. I went to the OLPH is in dolphin. Got it. Yeah, I went to the OLPH in Manhattan. Ah. There was one on 59th Street. Yeah, they closed down. Now. Our you Lady know, what? Help us. Uh, Our Lady of Perpetual, perpetual Health. That's right. Perpetual Health. Our Lady of Perpetual Health. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And, and, and they also had a high school, which was a three-year high school for girls. Nice. It was like a secretary school. Got a secretary. You know? Okay, so, got you back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Bobby. Anyway, so what's going on, pal? What do you got? Okay, so here, so here we are. All right, I'm going to bring out a couple of things I haven't heard anybody bring up. Not that I'm a genius, I'm far from it. Okay, but you know, nobody mentions that the Orioles lost a tremendous reliever last year. But mm-hmm. is going to be out for the year, and you're replacing him. With an extremely shaky Kimbo, yep. who was so bad in the playoffs last year, the Phillies took him out of the out of the playoff, out the closer role. Okay, so yeah, no, I, that, I I agree with you, Kimbo. Listen, I, he's had his moments. Even he's he's had terrible years. He's bounced back to have good years. I mean, he's he's a borderline Hall of Fame uh, reliever. Craig Kimball, I, I wouldn't just automatically assume he's going to be brutal, but you're right. Batista was one of the best closers in baseball. They lost him at the end of the year, and they're going to lose him for most. I don't know if it's all of this year. I'm not 100%. You're 100% right on that, but it's going to be most of the year, if not all of the year. So, yeah, no, listen, yeah. their oh, bullpen's not nearly oh, so- as good. And they've they've required they've had a devastating injury to the, to the rotation to start the year. Not a great start yeah. for the Baltimore Orioles. Also, remember, remember, the Orioles and the Rangers were everybody's darlings last year. 
This year, they're going to have a target on them. How do they deal with prosperity? You know, people... People don't realize how hard it is for the Yankees to win because even when they don't win a championship, teams are already always out to beat them. What's going to happen this year now with the Orioles? They're going to have pressure on them well, because they're expected to win. Same thing with Texas. Yep. yep. We don't I gotta, know. I gotta how are going to handle that? I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. I think that's an awesome point. One Great. thing that I've said, <clears throat> like, you know, hopefully maybe the Jets can actually figure out this recipe, but it's not that hard to go from bad to competitive you know, like in a football point of view, Parcells did this when he came into 97 mm-hmm. after the one-win season. Clean up the penalties. Don't turn the ball over. You're going to be in games, right? So going from bad to competitive, fairly, I'll put quotes around the word easy. Going from competitive to good is obviously a different step, but but also attainable. Going from good to the pursued, to the hunted, to mm-hmm. the elite, that's the evasive step for most most teams. That's tough. That's elusive. A hundred percent. I think he's. I think he's a hundred percent right. I think there there is that element. I mean, the Orioles have toiled for years. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's just been. You know, losing season after losing season. All these young young kids came up with no pressure, no no. Nothing. And then they had this great start, and they believed in themselves. What if they don't get off to a great start? Yeah. What if they struggle? What if the Yankees aren't the walking dead, you know, come June and July? Like, I, I'm I'm interested to see it. And if they do it, I'll tip my cap. But I, I, I think there is going to be a step back. I think the Yankees are the best team in the division. Let me get Jimmy and Yonkers, BT and Sal. Jim, what's cooking, bud? How are you? Great, gentlemen, great. Um, okay. Perfect lead into what I was going to say. I mean, the, the difference between being competitive and elite. Mm-hmm. You know, I was looking back, and I'm, I'm a long-time fan frustrated New York sports fan, not just uh, as a Mets fan. But who are your teams, Jimmy? Mets, Mets, who else? Mets? Uh, Mets and Jets. I've, I've had it worse. Okay. Uh, I, I look back and I realize that in this century, this century, there's been two championships, both the Yankees, uh, in, in you know, 2000 and 2009. No, the, the what Jets, about the Giants? The Giants won two Super Bowls. Come on. The Giants. Well, uh, well I, yeah. I, I, as a Jeff fan, I can't miss Giants. Well, but, anyway, okay, but the problem is... Right. <laughs> Go ahead, Jim. I mean, what else? The problem is that... You should that be a talk show host. We know any facts. Exactly. <laughs> there's been this focus on, you know, being competitive. There's this focus on playing meaningful games. And again, of course, with a Jeff Mets fan, you know, Sandy Arlington and Joe Douglas, when they said those words, made me ill. There's a difference. You've got to focus on winning a championship and be all in. We focus on the glory days of the past. Oh, if Steinbrenner was here for the Yankees. Oh, if Jets had drafted Mahomes. You know, as my grandma used to say, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a wonderful Christmas. Mm-hmm. The key is to focus and build a team today that'll win a championship. And I got to give the Yankees credit. As a frustrated Mets fan, I think this year they actually did that. Well, I would say they've got a chance to do it, Jim. Good call. I, yeah. I guess the only thing that I would push back on, what if they fall short of that mm-hmm. and Soto bounces and Torres, they don't resign, and, you know, Dominguez, um, I think he will be, but I'm just throwing you the worst-case scenario. Uh, there's a flip side that's not very appealing from right. the Yankees' perspective. No. Rodon never recovers. Oh, Garrett Cole gets old. No, there's too many question Verdugo marks. Verdugo leaves. Yeah, no, there's too many question marks with this team, totally. this It's about this year, and, and if they get – Two of those question marks in the wrong direction. Yeah, the, the team struggles. But I, I just have a problem with the idea. Like, for me, and this is why part of why I'm probably a Brian Cashman apologist, I think all you can do is build for the 162 and hope your team gets hot. I don't know if there is any magic moves. The Red Sox didn't know when they acquired Steve Pierce, who, who toiled through the American yes, League, that he was going to become Babe Ruth in the postseason uh, and carry right them to a championship. Babe, right? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I, I, I don't think they knew that. Like, I, you know, like the Rangers, like there's this fine line between good. They were terrible last year. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the season, when, when DeGrom went there, I watched SNY laugh 
at Jacob deGrom for not caring about winning. Sal wasn't and laughing. Oh, well, you're not no, getting on my guy Sal. I am getting on your guy Sal. I am definitely getting on your guy Sal. He's laughing. Well, I said S-N-Y. I meant S-A-L. He was... He was absolutely oh go ahead go play in Texas you loser like <laughs> nah, and that that, that, like that was that was the motivation yeah. yeah but that's what we heard yeah. and then what happens without him they go win a championship nobody would have thought that would happen all you can do is build the team that you think can compete for the grueling 162 yep. and then hope you get that best version of a healthy team come the playoffs and the Yankees unfortunately now once you get to the great once you get to that level there are little moves subtle things you can mm-hmm. do to try and get better and be a better postseason team get a guy who puts the ball and play a little bit more, do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But it's very difficult to just say, oh, I know the formula to win a championship. It's this, that, and the other, and the Yankees don't seem to care about that. Yeah. I, I think that's been the narrative way too much. Well, uh, but I think the narrative, and I know we're going to break here, is is a lot more accurate than you think it is. Now, I'm not saying Cashman's horrendous by any stretch. He's right. had great success, top-heavy, unfortunately. But I do think, as much as I don't love him as much as you do, I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody does, quite frankly, except maybe okay. Cashman's family, I think that the biggest knock on cash, not even the championships, because that there is a randomness with baseball, I'll give you that. The inability to address multiple positions for multiple years. He hasn't had a left fielder this century, mm-hmm. dude. No, it's this fair. century. That's fair. How many catchers has he gone through? Can you find the well, third baseman? I mean, so that's I, I, I uh, we, we got to go. And I have, it, I have, it, I have reasons it. for everything you just said. Okay, I, I'll just, I have I have legi- legitimate, mm-hmm. honest reasons, and I'll just say, you know, Ricky Leday was the 1998 Yankees left fielder. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. BT and Sal on the fan with C Mac.